I don't care if you young, old, just coming out, coming back out. The record. If you ain't got that record, always about the record. Welcome to the Timbo King Live Show. I'm Timbo King, your host for this evening. Special guest, we have Stella Maglaw. I'm saying it correct? Stella Maglaw? Maglaw, there you go. Okay, Stella Maglaw, photographer of the superstars from the 90s till now. What's up, Stella? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming to the show today, you know. Thank you, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. You like the set? You like the set? I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we had to do it right, you know. All right. Um, So, how you been? Everything is good, man. I'm excited. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, New Ventures, you know, Timbo King Live Show, where we interview the movers and shakers of the music business then and now. So, you know, you had, um, we have Vinnie Idol, we have Bronze Nazareth, we have Pop from Project Heat, nice. and we have you. All right, cool. cool. Um, and who so, better to do it? Oh, why not? I like why that. Not? I like why that. Not? So, you're originally from Brooklyn, right? Originally from Brooklyn. Um, no. Where are you from? I was born in Africa. Africa, okay. My family's, okay. you know, <laughs> and my family's from Haiti. Okay, so, so I say. My boulet. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, and then we, we resided in Brooklyn and grew up here. So what section of Brooklyn? Uh, East Flatbush. East Flatbush in the building. Okay, <laughs> okay. So what made you get into photography? Was uh, it a, right. a, a childhood's passion or somebody turned you on to the, to the trade? What? So it was a childhood passion. Okay. So in the family, mm-hmm. my father had a camera. It was called a Yashica mat. Those little Ayashika ones. Yashica mat. A Yashica mat. Okay. Was That's, that manual? That was manual then, right? Yeah, you had to put the film in. You had to wind it up. Wow, one of those. Right? Okay. And then you had to look down. Into cameras, but you know. You had to look down into it. It mm-hmm. was like a, a medium so format camera. So your father introduced you to the first <laughs> camera that you used? Yeah. Okay. It was a Mickey Mouse camera. Okay. Right. I took pictures with it, and I just took pictures for the family. But from there, um, I would say that that's where the, the energy came from. Okay. High school. The spark. The spark, yeah. Okay. High school. I went to Art Design High School for commercial arts, so drawing. That's in Manhattan, New York City. In Manhattan, in the city. Yeah, a lot of talented artists went to arts art and, and design. design. Okay. Yeah. And then um, from there, I took photography, and I was in love with it ever since then. So and I realized it. Was it a course in high school that you had yes, photography? Yes. Okay. It was a course in high school, and I love the school. I think art and design, anybody who, who has a, voc- a vocational kind of skill that they could take, mm-hmm. learn it. Go to school, get the trade. Because what it does is it brings out your talent and makes you know that you could do it as a business. Okay. Right? So when you know that it was going to become a business for you? It became a business when I started getting paid, man. <laughs> So who was like one of your first batch of clients? Like, oh my goodness, the first company, I, the first company yeah, was Capital Records. Capital Records. So Capital you dealt Records. with corporations before artists. Right. Okay. Right. So I would say Capital Records, and I was introduced to Capital Records by my cousin Chris X, who's a writer. Okay. And then he introduced me to Donna Torrance, who's a, a publicist. Donna. Okay. All right. And then from there, my first shoot was Channel Live. Channel Live. Big up to Channel Live. <laughs> All we do is smoke madism. <laughs> That's what it is. Wake up in the morning. And then it just trickled from there. You okay. Know? Yeah. So she you she did taught a, me a lot about album, the business. Uh, album photo shoot, or was it a, a regular 8x10 photo shoot? What, what, explain to the people. So that first photo shoot was for the publicity pictures okay publicity that's just for like for radio for for autographing okay to give out to the public okay 
if the, the magazine wanted a picture, they okay. send that picture out. Okay. So that was that first photo shoot. All right. Right. Uh, this blogger bends for Capitol Records, and then okay. it just it just kept you know Kara's everybody else from there just kept trickling on. Then I was go out to their events, and then I was working like for magazines. The nightlife. Night okay. Or it could have been a music video. Okay. Or it could be a, a, a interview on the radio. So to do those types of connections, did you have inside connections for music videos, or you knew a promoter at the club to go to that night to the show? What? How, how, how did you mingle? How did you get around? So. It starts with being hired for the job. So okay. as much as I like the nightlife, okay. I had to have to re I had to had a reason to be out there. Okay, right? makes sense. It was work more than it was the pleasure. So I, I end up having a good time at work and getting paid for what I was doing. Right. I love it. <laughs> so I had to, you know cover the events, get the nice pictures, so we could have so the you know the it, when I started being up my clients, like let's say Channel Life for instance. Mm -hmm. Once I had Channel Live as an artist to follow in my mind, whenever they had something, I covered it. So you were like their personal paparazzi at one time? I wouldn't quite say their personal photographer. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that I created that for mm -hmm. myself. Okay. Right? And so I had, to, I had started that base where I had this artist, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to their events. When I went to their events, I would go back to the record label. Hey, I bumped into your artists, and okay. here's some of the stuff they have, and then yes. they would buy it for me, and then I created relationships. So explain the buying process. So you would have the negative, and would show them uh, a copy of the photo. What? I would print it out. Well, back then it was negatives, like you said, mm -hmm. it wasn't digital. So I print it out, and then we had a dark room or something like that. No, I didn't have a dark room. No. Well, I had access to dark room, so if I wanted to do some special prints, okay. I would go rent a dark room and print. So you right. was a freelancer? You had your own company? Freelance. Okay. Yeah, so it was my own company. Nice. So just individual. And then a few years later, I started working with my brother. And okay. then he was helping me with some of the gigs when I started my family and everything. Yeah. So photography, they say a picture has a, a thousand words, right? Yes, yes, yes. So when you capture an image, what is it about that image that makes you want to capture that scene right there and there? It's like, is it, is it the way the person moves or the expression of the person's face? What do you capture to make that person like, yo, I like that photo? All right, what I look for is the moment. The moment, okay. The moment, right? Okay. So the person on the mic standing like this might not be the right moment that will make you feel like you were there. So I kind of like wait for the shot that's going to make you feel like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I can hear the words coming out this person's mouth. So is it like a you wait for something natural to happen? A very natural moment, yes. Okay. But, and, but also, there are a lot of natural moments that don't really give you that energy though. Okay. Right? I'm naturally sitting like this, but you might not feel who I am, right? We shot before, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we had to talk about those images and how mm -hmm. to get that feeling out. Right, because sometimes you have to really look at that eyes. You have to look at the body language to see which one tells a better story. So, did did you have to study the camera, like meaning like the lens, the lighting, the angle? Did you have to study the 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 dynamics of the camera before you even got into photography? Right. So yes, in high school. Okay. In high school, I was taught composition. I was taught how to, you know, the, the language of, 
of the uh, symmetries and, and the angles and what do you do you like taking so what is this pictures? position is it like this or is it, what, is it like, <laughs> what is like that okay so um, you know what this means right basically mean? you're basically looking at the frame okay but a lot of like more people with film will probably do that okay right? so then they frame it like up in their mind directors so they frame it and they bring the camera like that that moment looks good to me right there oh so right? you do that you do that no <laughs> I see it though. Okay. I see it because I've been shooting so much. I can already. How long you been shooting as a photographer? Oh man, published. So the other question where you ask is, when did you know you were professional? Yeah. When did you also know? comes with being published. Besides, so Meaning your art is out in the public. Yes. Okay. Published in magazines. Okay. What right. was your first uh, magazine published? Source magazine. Source magazine. Yeah. Okay. Was that source. was nice. What um, artist was it? Was it an ad? Was it a album ad? I think it was Smooth the Hustler. Smooth the Hustler. Shout out to Brownsville. Smooth the Hustler. Next level DR period. I think wow. I think it was Smooth the Hustler, if I'm correct. Or um, I want to say Smooth. It possibly okay. Smooth, right? Smooth or... That was Profile Records, right? Am yeah. I correct? Okay. Nice, nice. Broken and, Language um, that time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. I actually did a picture where I double exposed it. Mm -hmm. So I rolled back my film mm -hmm. and shot over the same picture. Mm -hmm. And so he was here and he was also rhyming here with the audio, like kind of yeah, into the that. that. That was in an inside jacket, right, I believe? Um, no, it was in the Source magazine. Oh, that was the Source yeah. magazine. I'm they, I don't know if they film. used it in the, in the um, I'm not sure if they used it in their CD. So what do you think about... <laughs> The new photographers now, like, do you think they get they just do their credit? Because, like, if you bought albums back in the days, you would read the credits, like who did the photography, who did the layout. Like now, you know, you have iTunes, you have these digital stores. People don't even read credits no more. So people like you don't even exist into the public's eye. How right. So I would say that depending on who's the people, who the people you're working with are. Okay. Right. The talent. So, the talent. You have to make sure that you get that acknowledgement. You have to tell them, look, you, you know, how I continue working is you got to put my name down next to my image. Okay. Right? Is it a certain so piece of paper that they sign to? Do you come with some type of agreements? The photo release forms. Okay. Right? Depending. So if I'm doing my own project, I get a photo release form. Okay. If I'm hired, I'm not really getting a photo release form. Okay. But it's the understanding that the photographer has the right towards the pictures, right? So So you have all access, meaning it exclusively yeah. is yours? Yeah. You can use it for the future? Yeah. Nice, right. nice. Okay. Um, depending on how I want to sell it, right? So I can't just take your picture and put it on, on T-shirts and start selling it in stores mm. without your permission. Then it becomes a different kind of sale, right? Mm. But the same way that you could use my image and put it for publicity without, being, without it being an issue as well. Okay. The funny thing, so the thing about the images is that your images want to be able to sell and tell at the same time, right? So what I mean by that is, like, I took a picture of Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Right. The queen of hip-hop soul. Queen of hip-hop soul. So I take pictures, and how many times you went to the club and parties, and you toasting, and I'm taking a picture, or everyone's taking a picture toasting with each other, right? Mm -hmm. So I took a picture, and I, I happened to catch her. It was at the Palladium Biggie party, and she had a bottle. 
but it was, it was like these big promotional paddles. Okay. So it looked like she was posing with this huge moet, right? So it was published on uh, for Vibe magazine. Okay. The next thing you know, anytime I'm going to a party and I'm t taking pictures of people, the publicists are whispering to their clients, and all of a sudden I see people putting their cups behind their back. And I'm like, the, fact, the first time it happened to me, I'm like, yo, I wonder if that has anything to do with yeah. the picture I took. And I'm like, all right. That, that Are you do, uh, you're, you're doing uh, promotions to a bottle that has no permission of using? That's what they just say? Well, it became a situation more like we don't want to be misrepresented with liquor. Like somebody who drinks too much or somebody who... Oh, they didn't want that artist to portray that image. Right. So okay. they, it started changing the image. Okay. So people... And, and did I you speak like, to Mary? Did she have a, a feeling about that? Did yeah. she know? She did? Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you how I know that. Because oh. like, like months later, mm -hmm. I saw her at a party. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, you know, it's always her and her sister. I'm like, hey, what's up? Tanya. Let me get a picture. Yeah, right? Tanya. And she's like, she hesitated. And she's, she, she did one of these like, okay, but no more pictures of alcohol in my hand, okay? And wow. I'm like, oh, snap, are you kidding me? I said, hi, no problem. You know, she's like, all right. And then, then I realized for sure that that was a shift in the industry when it came to people taking pictures. Because it wasn't no problem with everybody. It wasn't. It was, uh, everyone was doing that. With, you know, alcohol in the clubs. Now people were hiding it behind their backs. And, yeah. and, and I, it was definitely towards me. And I was like, okay, there's something that shifted with this image I took, you know. Then someone called me and said, Stella, I just heard her on the radio, Mary J. Blush on the radio, talking about how she saw a picture that made her feel like changing her direction in her life. And it was that image. And I, and I knew that after when I saw her. Wow. And I'm like, wow, okay. Like another time, um, it was Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Yeah. So, um, you know, she left the New York, went to Philly, and then came back, right? So then I saw her. This is when she was on the radio? She was on the radio here. You know, okay. she had that whole issue with uh, the gay rapper and everything, oh, yeah. right? So I had a photo shoot with her mm -hmm. for um, a magazine, mm -hmm. and my cousin calls me up, Chris X, and he's like, "Still, are you with Wendy right now?" I'm like, "Actually, yeah," because she was all giving me shoutouts or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, "Yo, I have a story. I want you to give to her." So I you said a story, give to her, meaning uh, that she was just was passing a magazine. over. Okay. It was a magazine that had a story about the, this gay rapper. Okay. And that's the first time she heard about the gay rapper. And then that's and what, you the one that handed it to her? Uh, yeah. Wow. And that changed the, her whole uh, story from there, you know. So it's, it's, it's interesting. So it's like I was very careful about making sure I wasn't considered a paparazzi that damaged people's careers. Mm -hmm. But in essence, the pictures changed people's career as well. So it didn't have to be for a bad reason. So I didn't really consider myself a paparazzi. I, call, I consider myself a lifestyle photographer that end up traveling. Early. Yes. Early. <laughs> it end up traveling in different scenes because of hip hop. So because of hip hop, I end up going covering stuff in Hollywood. Because of hip hop, I was covering um, the reggae scene. Because of hip hop, I did some jazz. So because of my establishment, of, and the things I was able to create, it helped me branch off in different ways. So for everybody who's a photographer and who's starting, I would suggest that you, tr you, you don't just stick in one category. One genre. One music. genre. Okay. Don't just do hip-hop. If you're going to do hip-hop, 
dabble in something else. Let it, let it lead you to other places. You know, don't be afraid to. Who was your client in hip hop? You said Smooth the Hustler. You know, I mean, I shot a lot. I, I shot a lot of people. I mean, Prince. I, sh I photographed Prince. Prince. I pho photographed Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. I photographed, um, you know, Karis. Well, I, I photographed a lot of artists. So, do you have Kobe a gallery Bryant. of your artwork? Do you have a gallery that people could visit? I have. Or they can go online and see it? I have to put a book together. Yeah. So I'll say that you did, a, you did a lot of great work. You did a lot of great work. Yeah. And you need to be recognized. That's why I have you on I the Tim King that. show, Tim King that. Live show. Thank you. You thank know, you. this is where we acknowledge the great people with their trade and skill. You know, yes. a lot of people don't know. So you know, that's why you're here. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, man. So what do you have to tell a new photographer right now about um the digital age, you know, you, you've seen it both, the manual and digital. So yeah. what do you tell an artist that likes the authenticity, authenticity of the photography back then to convert it now? So I feel like film, it took me, it took me some time to change from film to digital. That's what like, you mean. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. When, when digital was out, I was like, I'm still holding on to my film camera. And I realized, okay, I just, I realized I have to change. Do you I think there's students in that same frame of mind? Yeah, I, there was, so I was on the set of my son's uh, film. Oh, like, your son? So my son. Okay, how old is your son? He's, he just turned 19. Wow. Yes. Stella, you look like you're 19. <laughs> What's going on? He just turned 19, mm -hmm. you know. He was... Um, at the time, this was like a year ago, he was shooting for a short film called See You Yesterday, which is on HBO now, right? Nice, nice, till, nice. Till June, so you can see it on okay. demand. It's a short film directed by Stefan Bristol. Mm -hmm. So the photographer on that set was still using film. Wow. Yeah. So it had that look. He had the look because there's a different quality. But the, you can manipulate that with um, different Photoshops and on you know, in the computer and stuff. So I would say whoever's doing digital, just make sure you save and back up your images, man, because computers crash. So that's the advice you have for the photographers. <laughs> save. And then now they have the new thing where you have, you can Wi-Fi the picture while, wait, while you're there, you can Wi-Fi it right to the person's cell phone. The client. Yeah. So nice. I could be in, a, in, a, in a, take a picture of you now, I'm like, okay, here, I just sent it to you. So is it a photo shoot now quicker than back in the day's photo shoots? No. Not necessarily. In the sense of being able to see the images, you see okay. the images quicker, right. right? But I would say the development and the process of setting it up is kind of still similar. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't feel like they want to go through the rigmarole of um, having the stylist and the, the makeup and the yeah. things that help. Because the same way I'm an artist and, and developing your image, I feel a person who styles develops your image as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and that all those need to be understood and work together the same way the makeup works together, right? Yes, everything comes together as right. one. It's like rhythm and the rhyme, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we're about to go into a commercial break. Timbo King Live. We're back with Stella Maglor. Timbo King Live. Yeah. They said that Ritalin would help me focus.
They lied. Find out the truth about Ritalin. Drugfreeworld.org I believe in a breast cancer-free world. While we're on this search for a cure, the hope is to eradicate this issue. It really has to start with the individual. We know our own bodies. Just take the time to pay attention to what it's telling you. I have an ability to affect the quality of my life, then I should. So take one small step. Go to mylifetime.com to get informed and involved. Join me with Lifetime to Stop Breast Cancer for Life. At Village Care Max, we're not just managed long-term care. We uplift people. Communicating with members and their doctors is key. It's a responsibility our care managers take very seriously. We know the importance of educating members and their families about their options. We help them make the right decisions. Village Care Max. Live the life you want. For more information, visit villagecaremax.org. This is Timbo King Live. We're going into the top 10 music singles of this week. I don't care if you young, old, just coming out, coming it's back out. The record. If you ain't got that record, always about the record. At, at, at 21, I admit I was a savage. Until I got knowledge of self-mathematics. I could get the cash, I just need my money managed. Why go in the stash? I got plugs out in Paris. You know what it's like to have a record and you winning? Lifestyle change, fresh start, new beginnings. It's not just you, your whole team, what a feeling. Cause off that record, you can make a couple, couple, couple. I know for a fact I survived off of features. Hand in hand, street sales right in front of priests. Services of DJs didn't start charting. That walk through money, have you written out apartments? So, Stella, you had a book. And you're coming out with another one? A children's book? Yeah, I did a children's book. Okay. And co-written with, um, well, I didn't write it. I did the photography. Okay. And Ed and Duncan, Nicole Duncan Smith. Okay. And she did the writing. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to do two more. Nice. So that's exciting. So it's, it's going to be really like uh, part one, part two, part three. Right. So nice. it was called I Am Hip Hop. I Am Hip Hop. Children's right. book? It's a nice. I Am Hip Hop children's book. Nice. And Where they can we get that from? What's your social media? How are they going to get in contact with you? So this one. Mm-hmm. You have to wait for the second one now. <laughs> All right, the first one. Yeah, the, the first one is done. Mm -hmm. But it was about the feeling of hip-hop mm -hmm. told through pictures nice. and children. I got to get that for my daughter, too. Yeah, it's nice. I'll so what's your Instagram or your Facebook? StellaMcLaure at gmail.com. Okay. So S-T-E-L-L-A-M-A-G-L-O-I-R-E at Instagram.com. So well, we know for the future, what are we going to look forward for Stella? What are we going to see? All right, in the future, I look to do an exhibit coming soon. Nice. Right, so I'll let you know. Okay. And then I'm looking to do the other book. Nice. So, so and of course, I'll let you know whatever comes out in, in the future with the magazines, and I'll let you know. So I'm still sending stuff to Source Magazine, so you can still find some images there. Nice. So there you have it. Stella Magla, photographer of the stars, then and now. Timbo King Live. Stay in tune. One. Let, 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 let your paper rock. Everybody eating, yo, yo, let your paper rock. Everybody, body, everybody eating, yo. It's the green light, everything go mode. We don't stop for nothing, shipping out barrel loads. You know the streets, boy, welcome to the terror zone. This that fam code, everybody.